Hello and welcome to Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. My name is Andrea Lendy, author of the book and Bible reader and studier for over a decade. And I'm excited to share some thoughts with you about today's reading. Welcome to day 90 of Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. Let us pray. Oh, Lord, thank you for being the God who sees us. Lord, we seek you today. Help us find all that we seek. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, we finished with our first round through the Gospels and start over today. If I haven't told you before, I love reading the Gospels daily. I need a daily dose of Jesus. So we begin in Matthew chapter 1. Matthew writes the ancestry from Abraham to Jesus. I love being reminded that God had a plan from the very beginning to bring his son through Abraham's line. And how perfect as we read about Abraham's willingness to sacrifice his son as Jesus was sacrificed for all of us. Here is where we see the Old and New Testament collide. As we read more of the Old Testament along with the New, we will see more and more perfectly designed collisions. Matthew so beautifully reminds us of God's perfection as he writes in verse 17. So all the generations from Abraham to David are 14. From David to the Babylonian exile are 14 generations. From the Babylonian exile to the Christ, another 14 generations. Yes, our God is perfect and everything is perfectly ordained by him. As the chaos continues in our world, we can take rest in God's perfection. We can thank him today for being involved in all the details of our lives as he has been from the beginning of time. Matthew doesn't write as much about Jesus being born as Luke, but verse 21 is underlined in my Bible and says, She will bear a son and you shall call his name Jesus, the Greek form of the Hebrew Joshua, which means Savior. For he will save his people from their sins, that is, prevent them from failing and missing the true end and scope of life, which is God. The true scope of life is God. It has taken me years to understand this, and every time I read more and more of his word, this passage takes on a deeper understanding. My prayer for you is that you will continue to discover the true scope of life as well. It is God. We start a new book today in the New Testament, the letter of Paul to the Colossians. This letter is known as the twin epistle to the Ephesians letter, likely written about the same time. The Colossian church was also being infiltrated with Jewish customs and was tending towards legalism. So we will see much the same kind of writing in this letter as we did in the letter to the Ephesians. The content helps keep us in check as well. Let's search our own minds and hearts for any legalism we may be unknowingly harboring. Paul starts out chapter one, writing that he continues to be thankful for their church because of their faith. I'm going to read you verse four because the Amplified Bible provides a wonderful definition of faith, and it is a beautiful definition for us to meditate on. Verse four says, for we have heard of your faith in Christ Jesus, the leaning of your entire human personality on him in absolute trust and confidence in his power, wisdom, and goodness, and of the love which have and show for all the saints, God's consecrated ones. Well, faith is defined here as the leaning of your entire human personality on him in absolute trust and power and confidence in his power and wisdom and goodness. He writes, they have this kind of faith because of their hope in Christ and eternal life with him. Let us lean into this kind of faith today as well. Paul goes on to tell them he is praying for them. He prays God will fill them with knowledge and wisdom. In verse 11, he writes, we pray that you may be invigorated and strengthened with all power according to the might of his holy glory to exercise every kind of endurance and patience, perseverance and forbearance with joy. He prayed they would be refreshed, renewed, and invigorated. He also prayed they would be strengthened. 
May his prayer be heard by the Lord God Almighty on our behalf today, just as it was received 2,000 years ago. God is the source of all we need. There is no shortage of renewal, refreshment, or inspiration in his kingdom. And as the creator of this universe, he continues to pour good things into his people. Paul writes that refreshment and strength are needed so we may have endurance, endurance to withstand the difficulties of this life, endurance when we may not feel like finishing the race, endurance to keep moving forward when our emotions tell us to hide. The Lord is the one who puts joy in our hearts. He will renew and refresh our minds. He will invigorate our souls, and he does this so we can persist and endure all to God's glory. Yes, all for his glory. He is and will always be the source of might, strength, endurance, power, and joy. Let's see what is happening with the Israelites in chapter 27. The time is drawing near for Moses to die and the people to cross over into the promised land. He tells them what to do when they get there. They are to build an altar right away for the Lord and make a peace offering to him. And then verse 9 says, And Moses and the Levitical priests said to all Israel, Keep silence and hear, O Israel. This day you have become the people of the Lord your God. What an amazing day that would be for them. And then they were to make a declaration of curses for specific sins so they would know the difference between right and wrong and keep themselves in God's sight in order that the Lord may continue to call them his people and reside with them. In Deuteronomy chapter 28, Moses tells the Israelites of all the blessings God will bless them with if they obey the commands given to them. And then there are the curses. Curses if they disobey God's commands. There are 14 verses of blessings and 50 verses of curses. Some of the curses are so vile that it's hard to read through them. As I read the commentary in the bottom of the page of my Bible, it says many of these curses have been carried out since the 3,000 years ago that Moses talked about them. God has many blessings for those who diligently seek him and serve him. Reading this chapter inspires me to want to seek him even more diligently. Well, the next two Psalms are written by none other than Moses. How awesome is God that he brings us to these Psalms as we are reading some of the final chapters that include Moses. We know the heartache he had endured and the difficulties he faced, yet he remained strong in the Lord. I encourage you to read the Amplified Version of this psalm. You can access it online at BibleGateway.com. Search for Psalm 90 and then go over to the right and you can choose the version. Select the Amplified Bible Version. Many of the passages are amplified to give a deeper meaning. First, Moses gives God praise and acknowledges he is God. Then he writes about the Israelites being consumed by God's anger. Verse 8 is underlined in my Bible and says, Our iniquities, our secret heart, and its sins, which we would like to conceal even from ourselves, you have set in the revealing light of your countenance. Yes, we cannot hide from the Lord. He knit us together and knows us better than we know ourselves. Let us bow down before him today and release the burden of sin that we carry. He loves us so much that he gave his son to cover our sins. I am humbled as I read this psalm. Then Moses recounts the years in the wilderness. He asks for God's mercy and loving kindness to make their hearts glad. The last verse could very well be our prayer today. So let us pray. Let the beauty and delightfulness and favor of the Lord our God be upon us. Confirm and establish the work of our hands. Yes, the work of our hands. Confirm and establish it. In Jesus' name, amen. Be blessed today, my friends. Thank you for walking this journey with me and being a faithful reader of God's word. 
I pray that he shows himself as the God who loves you deeply and cares about every detail in your life. Come back tomorrow for some more thoughts and insights as you read God's word.